Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives, and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's Word, pick the Scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? Welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. We are going to have a wonderful Bible study today. We're going to be picking up where we left off last week in 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19. Um, if you recall that, ver- I, I know that verse just, just really touched my heart um, these last few weeks as we were talking about it. And I'm going to read it um, right now just before we go any further so that we can have in mind um, as we kind of review what we did last week and what we talked about and then what we're going to be going into this week. I want to read it real quick before we go any further and then um, we'll talk a minute and then we'll pray. So then we'll dig in. So let's let's read the verse. It's First Chronicles chapter 22 verse 19. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that you may bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built for the name of the Lord. I love that verse. And if you recall, um, last week we were discussing how important it is to set our hearts and our souls to seek the Lord. It's it's a call to action that we have to be um, aware of, that whatever is going on in our lives, whatever situation we're in, um, in that, even before that, every single day, we need to set our hearts and our souls to seek the Lord. Um, We have a responsibility as Christ followers to set our hearts and souls in a direction that we would be seeking the Lord in all things, where we would be pointed in that direction to be seeking the Lord, that our mindset would be pointed in a direction of seeking the Lord, regardless of what's going on around us. Now, in order for us to do that, he must be our God. Um, and in order for him to be our God, uh, for him to be our God, we must have accepted the Lord Jesus as our Savior. We have to have accepted that we are sinners in need of a Savior and that Jesus is that Savior and the only Savior. Um, We need to have had a time and place in our lives where we have asked forgiveness of our sins and that we've turned away or repented um, from our sins and turned to Jesus. 
and asked him to be Lord of our lives and to give us a home in heaven with him. We want to spend eternity with the Lord Jesus. So it's important that we understand that we must be in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ for us to be able to say that he is the Lord our God or for us to even be able to set our hearts and our souls to seek the Lord. Um, Because we're going to go through so many things. There's going to be so many situations in our lives where we're going to have to make a decision in that moment. Okay, am I going to focus on the Lord? Or am I going to let this scare me to death or anger me to no end or frustrate me or whatever it might be? We're also going to talk a little bit today about how those seasons of quietness um, can be a little bit of a distraction for us, too, in setting, making a decision to set our minds um, on uh, our hearts and our souls to seek the Lord. So also, um, we're going to be talking about just the latter part of First Chronicles twenty two nineteen. We kind of touched on the second part of the verse last week, but this week we're going to dive in a little bit deeper. I want to talk about what we're building and what we're bringing into what we're building and um, how what we see and think and focus on affects us in our relationship with Jesus. All of those things are things that can be distracting and those they're things that we're bringing in um, to the building of the sanctuary in our lives. Um, it's so important that we recognize our responsibility as a believer in the Lord Jesus to build a sanctuary that is actually of the Lord God. And that is a sanctuary that would be fitting for the Ark of the Covenant of God and the Holy Vessels. So before we go any further, um, let's go to the Lord in prayer and invite the Lord to um, just the Holy Spirit to come in and teach us. Because again, if the Holy Spirit does not come into our midst, if he does not um, open our eyes, and reveal the scripture to us, then we won't get it. So we want the Holy Spirit to be right here with us, uh, working in our hearts and in our minds to open them up so that we can understand um, what the scripture says and then be able to apply it into our everyday lives. In this scripture, um, definitely David was charging Solomon and the leaders to build a temple um, back in that time because David wanted to build a temple. But the Lord had said, no, you can't do that. You're a man of war. I don't I don't want you to build the temple. But he was going to allow Solomon, David's son, to do it. So that was what was going on during that time. But how can we take that and then apply it in our lives today? So let's pray. Lord, I am just so grateful to be here today. I I am so grateful for what this passage of scripture has meant to me in these last few weeks, how it has just made me think differently about what I'm building in my life and what I'm bringing into the sanctuary um, that you have have put in my life as my life as a sanctuary to you, a safe place for people to come and learn about the Lord and speak and that I need to be speaking the truth and feeding the things in my life that would allow me to draw closer to you. Thank you. Lord, I don't know where everyone is. 
who's listening today. I don't know what's going on in their mind and in their heart and in their spirit and in their souls and their lives. I don't know. But I know that we are here for a reason and for a purpose, that we are not here by accident, that there are no accidents with you. I pray that you would touch each person's mind, each person's heart, each person's spirit and soul, that they would be able to hear this and understand it and see it. Enlighten us, O Lord, I pray. Thank you for this time that we are able to come to you. Thank you for being right here in our midst. Thank you for wanting us to understand your word and be able to apply it. Please be with us now, Lord, I pray, as we open your word and dig in. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so let's dig in. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the call to action in this verse. In the beginning of the verse, the call to action was definitely to set our hearts and souls to seek the Lord our God. So there's a couple of calls to action. We are to set and we are to seek. So those are definite calls to action. Um, We're being told to do something specific. We're being told to set our hearts and our souls to seek the Lord our God. Um, I could say that a thousand times and it wouldn't be enough because uh, I, I love to just keep repeating passages of scripture because the more I repeat them and familiarize myself with them, the, the more I begin thinking about them. So in the podcast, you, I know you hear me do that a lot. I repeat these um, passages or these parts of scripture often because they they're powerful and when we keep repeating them we're thinking about them and that's what I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to do and there are so many things um, if you think about it that we can set our hearts and our souls to seek after in this world today there are so many things that are just coming at us for our attention and for our immediate um, action. There, there's so many things coming, but we're told to set our hearts and our souls to seek the Lord God. Um, because there are so many things also that are happening in our lives that we need to be seeking God in, that we sometimes get sidetracked or distracted and we're not seeking him in these I also love in this verse that we're being told when to do this. We are being told when to set our hearts and souls to seek the Lord. The verse says now. So we are not to waste time thinking it to death. We are not to waste time coming up with all kinds of excuses or trying to rationalize something. We are to be obedient and do it now. So how does that relate to our lives today? As I was thinking about this, I thought, well, first of all, it's telling us when we need to take this action. The now in this verse is referring to whatever situation we're in right now. Set your heart and your soul, wherever you are right now, whatever is going on, to seek the Lord. You could be in a very stressful season of your life. Um, I'm kind of coming out of a little bit of a stressful situation. You could be in a very painful place right now, or you could be in a, a busy season, just a really busy season. But wherever you are, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are in them. 
in those circumstances, whatever they might be, set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord. So for me, what that looks like is when I'm in a situation or when something is happening in my life that I really, all I really want to do is just think about what's happening. I want to play it over and over and over and over again in my head. And when I'm doing that, I'm setting my mind to think on that. I am not setting my heart and my soul to seek the Lord. So that's kind of how that breaks down for me. So when something is going on or happening in my life, Am I thinking that thing to death or am I turning from that to seek the Lord? And sometimes that just looks like me saying, okay, Lord, I cannot get this off my mind. I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm just asking you, Holy Spirit, to come up in me, feed me scripture, and I'll open my Bible and I'll just start reading or I'll just start quoting scripture. It doesn't even have to Um, pertain to what's going on. I just start quoting scripture because that is what turns my mind and my thoughts, um, my heart and my soul to seek the Lord. Now, our tendency is to seek the Lord only when something is happening, when we're in trouble, when we need the Lord in a particular situation. We tend to kind of wing it so to speak, when life seems okay or calm or nothing really crazy is happening. And I don't think we realize that we aren't actively seeking the Lord in those seasons of life where nothing too crazy is happening. I never really thought about that until I read this verse. And then I started thinking, um, well, I do when something's going on. I really do try to set my heart and my soul to seek the Lord. But what about those seasons when there's not a lot going on? The thing is, the quiet seasons or those calm seasons, even joyful seasons of life, can cause us to lose our focus and stop actively seeking the Lord. We become comfortable. Um, We don't really feel the need to stay in prayer. We don't feel the need to stay in scripture. Um, We go to church, but we don't really feel like we need um, to go we're, we're doing it, I think, sometimes out of obedience, which we should. So don't take that the wrong way. Um, but when we're in a season of crazy, we tend to really turn and seek the Lord. Uh, but in those quiet seasons, we just kind of live life day to day, not really focusing on the Lord. But when something scary or painful is going on in our lives, we call on him for help. And that is what we should do. But When we are in a quiet season of life, we need to use that time to draw close to the Lord, too. For me, it's um, when I can learn from him. That's when I can study him. I, I enjoy reading in scripture how Jesus interacted with people. I love seeing how he taught his disciples and how he just lived each day, how he regularly went to the temple. It was his custom to go to the temple, how he made it a regular practice to go to his father in prayer. He would get up early in the mornings and leave everyone and go pray. Um, It was important to him and how important his time with his father was. I love to read his prayers, the way Jesus spoke to God the father so confidently. 
Those are the things that I'm able to see and pick up on and kind of focus on when I draw close to Jesus in those more quiet seasons. My spirit is quieter, so I can hear him better, if that makes sense. And we need to remember that anything that turns our attention from actively seeking the Lord is harmful to our walk with him and our growth in the Lord. Um, Matthew 6.33 tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to us. We are to seek his kingdom first. We have to make a decision in whatever season we're walking through, good or bad, um, quiet or noisy and crazy, to set our heart and our soul to seek the Lord our God. It doesn't just happen. We have to choose it. We have to make a conscious decision to seek him. The next part of that verse says, arise. I love that because we're told to make a decision and then act on that decision. It's another call to action. Once we have made up our minds, our hearts and our soul to seek the Lord, once we have set our hearts and our souls in a direction uh, to seek the Lord our God, then we are told to arise. We're told to arise, therefore. The word therefore means for that reason or because of. So because we have set our hearts and souls to seek the Lord, then we are to arise. Arise means to get up or stand up. So because we have set our hearts and souls to seek the Lord God, we are to get up and build the sanctuary of the Lord God. Build means to construct by putting parts or material together over a period of time. Now, can you see how that kind of flows together in our lives? We're building something that over a period of time, our lifetime, with the materials that we are given, the life we are given to live out, the gifts God has given us to share with others, the experiences that we have lived out or are walking through, our faith walk with Jesus, all those things are the parts and the materials that we are using to build a life that is like a sanctuary of the Lord God. People come into our lives, we're to show them to Jesus. We're to show them Jesus. We live through experiences, and in those experiences, we are to show others Jesus. Everything we do is material that we use to build a sanctuary of the Lord God. Colossians 3.17 says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men. So what we do should flow from us setting our hearts and souls to seek the Lord. We want our lives to look like a sanctuary of God. A sanctuary is a place of refuge or safety. God is where we have a sanctuary, and that is what we want people to see and be drawn to in our lives. God, not us. It's a place of protection. God is our place of protection. We want our lives to be built as a sanctuary of God, a place where people can find and see the Lord Jesus. The verse says, build the sanctuary of the Lord God so that you may bring. 
Now, here's another call to action. Build so that you may bring the Ark of the Covenant and the holy vessels into the house that is built for the name of the Lord. The Ark of the Covenant is where the laws of God were kept. We're to set our hearts and souls to seek God so that we can build a life that would be like a sanctuary of God where the laws of God are kept and people are drawn to him. Our lives are meant to draw people closer to the Lord, to show others the Lord. We're told in in the scripture to bring the Ark of the Covenant, which contained the laws of God, The laws of God and the Ark of the Covenant were the tablets that the Ten Commandments were written on. And it also says to bring the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built for the name of the Lord. And please remember that we are building a house in our lives that is to be built for the name of the Lord. So what vessels are we allowing in our lives? Our lives are supposed to be representing Jesus showing others who Jesus is. We're told in scripture that we are a temple of God and the spirit of God dwells in us. That's in 1 Corinthians 3.16. What vessels are we bringing into our temple? What are we watching? What are we listening to? What activities are we engaging in? In our everyday lives, are we bringing holy vessels into our own lives so that we can be used by God? Numbers 3.31 says, And their guard duty involved the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the vessels of the sanctuary with which the priests minister, and the screen. All the service connected these. We want to be vessels that Jesus uses to minister to others and all the things that we allow into our lives. Everything that we do, everything that we think, all of the things that we allow into our lives connect in a way that needs to be drawing us closer to the Lord and allowing us to be used by the Lord. 2 Timothy 2, 20 and 21 says, Now in a great house, There are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. And isn't that what we want? We want to be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy and useful to the Lord our God. So as we close today, let's think about what type of sanctuary we are building with our lives and what are we bringing into that sanctuary. It's so important that we keep that in our hearts and in our minds. Know that I will be lifting you up this week. I pray that we just truly study this passage and that we ask the Holy Spirit to show us what type of sanctuary are we building 
Don't forget to visit my website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. Please download and review the podcast and like and share my Facebook page and email me with any prayer requests or questions at walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being with me today. Have a wonderful week and remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you all.